0: Good morning and welcome to my first podcast, my first um, Facebook video live of Monday's Life. Um, my name is Camelia Shackleford, and I am the author, the founder of Monday's Life. Um, Monday's Life started off as a um, blog blog. Um, encouraging others to uh, continue to live the kingdom lifestyle um, outside of the four walls of the church. And so um, my slogan is that... um, Monday's Life, Living um, a Life Beyond the Sunday um, Morning Service. And so uh, it's uh, dealing with real people who are dealing with real situations and who uh, are dealing with real problems, and we're going to answer, um, answer real questions. And so um, what happens when you leave um, the Sunday service? Uh, what happens in our lives from walk-in, um, From walking out the front door of the church um, to our cars, we're constantly being attacked um, by the enemy and being tested by God. Um, When you walk through your employer's doors on Monday, do we forget our morals and values we learned the day before? Not just on Mondays, but for the whole week. Um, Mondays can be tough um, because there are obstacles waiting for us before we can can't even get out the bed in the morning. So this blog um, is about being real, about um, the struggles of living um, as a Christian in today's society. Um, We will discuss everyday issues, um, everyday problems, and come up with solutions that can help people as a whole to live a godly life. So we will look at areas such as working in a cor- corporate world and upholding integrity standards and morals and values, um, upholding family values and being a prime example for generations to come and having a social life that does not conflict with our morals or beliefs um, or what we call it, what would Jesus do in certain situations. So videos will be uploaded um, weekly um, speaking to, and sometimes I will bring in individuals that we can talk to um, around the city discussing issues that we all face today. So you can leave suggestions on video topics, um, podcast topics that you would like to hear. Um, so if you've been following my blog um, on mondayslife.wordpress.com, I've been speaking on deliverance um, the Lord um, really put it on my heart just to speak for maybe a few weeks or so about the process of deliverance. Um, many of us, we, you know, we attend churches where the spirit of God moves and they um, in the service. There's a point um, during service where people can come down um, to the altar to confess their sins and profess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Um, many charismatic churches um, take their newly or well-attended members through a process called deliverance. And during this time, the believer um, is confessing their sins and their hang-ups and lives and want to be free and chained from it. Um, those who do not, do not possess Christ in their hearts will sometimes have demons manifest out of them, just like in the Bible days which um, could cause gnashing and vomiting and other types of manifestations. Um, when all is said and done, they go back to their seats and we, and we call what they have gone through um, is deliverance. <clears throat> we have to remember in the scripture, um, in Luke 11 says that when the unclean spirit goes out of a man, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and um, I'm not finding any. And he says, I will return to my house, um, which I have came. And when it comes, um, it will find it being swept and put in order. Um, then it goes along and takes uh, along seven other spirits, more evil than itself. And they go in and live there in the last state of the man that because and the last state of the man um, becomes worse than the first. So once a whole deliverance has taken place um, at the altar, there's a chance that the Person will be attacked even harder than before. But do we teach or do we warn the people about this? So I entitled the blog series "The Day After Deliverance," which talks about the process of being delivered. And this is part two. Part one you can find on my website at MondaysLife.wordpress.com or my Facebook page. You look up Monday's Life, and you'll be able to find the link to the um, to the blog. So many Christians in our in our days, you know, in and walking with the Lord come to a point where they have to give of something that is preventing them from walking closer to God. Um, matter of fact, all Christians um, usually go through this point. You can't be saved and remain um, in the same lifestyle that you lived before salvation. So when you come to Christ, you are a new, creat- new creature, according to Second um, Corinthians 5 and 7- 17. All of us deal with with things that trips us up, but um, sometimes we are ashamed to show our our shortfall. Sometimes God will um, take it away or allow it to be a thorn in our flesh like it did Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 and 7. Um, The true testing is the day after deliverance. You may question yourself and say, am I really delivered? Uh, What am I supposed to do now? The problem with the process of deliverance is that the church culture has created, is that we go through the Motions of crime throwing up and being laid out at the on the ground, but there isn 't any follow up or further counseling um, with many churches, not all but there are a vast number of churches that do that do not do the follow up procedure i 've experienced more of a taunting um, After the fact, rather than encouragement or support. Many Christians have experienced the same thing. Uh, I remember learning about the deliverance process um, and in that was walked. I was walked through deliverance. Um, Many think um, when we go through the steps of renouncing and repenting at the altar, um, that is all that needs to take place. But as I grow in God, I am learning that deliverance is a daily process, not just a one-time process we experience at the altar or in the prayer room. We must always remain in prayer and communion with God. When you spend so much time in God, um, the the temptation to slip back lessens Because of the word and the vision of your future that is being poured inside of you, inner healing begins to take place, and your intimacy with the Lord becomes stronger. Um, so some may ask I need practical steps what can I do to maintain my deliverance? Deliverance requires purging of the soul so let's take for example your struggle is overeating I believe that these next steps um, can be applied to any situation over any um, sexual addiction, any type of addiction or any type of problems you can't stop talking to that first love that the Lord has told you not to talk to, Um, you can't stop hanging out at the club. Whatever your struggle may be, these next few steps are are universal that can help you um, go through your deliverance um so deliver deliverance is a daily walk it's not just a one-time process it's a daily walk and so um the first step is that you have to talk to the lord so before you begin to get on the phone um after you got off the ground and go you're going home and you begin to talk to friends and family before you do that talk to god talk out the situation the process that just took place and um say and say um not only do I believe that I am delivered, but I know that I am delivered. You have to keep saying you have to- Keep speaking positive, um, positivity over yourself. Um, saying that I am delivered. You got to speak well over yourself. In Second Corinthians ten and five, it says you have to cast down all imaginations, everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Because the enemy, he's ready to penetrate your mind. He's ready to um, tell you that you are not delivered. To tell you that um, you still struggle with this problem, but you have to remember the word of God and you have to hear constantly the word of God. So that, that involves meditation. That involves number, like leads me to point number two is reading your Bible. Uh, for this, it may be difficult due to the fact that many of us do not read their, read their Bible, so they do not know where to go in scriptures. So there are many Bible aids out there that can help you find scriptures to address your problems. A few books that I will recommend is john eckhart the daily declaration series he got it for women he has it for everyday living he has it for dealing with um strongholds deal, you know if you want to speak blessings over your life there's a book for that um if you're doing going through spiritual warfare there's a book for that and it's a, it's a book filled with scriptures um Divided by different topics that you may be going through another um, author that I will recommend is Cindy trim her um, art of war books any type of spiritual warfare books that she has out, uh, she has a section of declarations and it's listed by topic as well that you can do in a Google search you could just type in depression and you put in the Bible or scriptures dealing with depression or how do I deal with depression according to the word of God and you you see a plethora of uh, um, so of uh, different uh, links and uh, different things that you can. So um, that that's uh, point number two. And point number three, you've got to be able to create your sphere of influence. If you want to do better, it is all about the company you keep. Change the people around you. It's easier said than done. But if you want to save your life, you've got to do what you need to do. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say in a direction as needed. Um, you've got to pray to God to show you who you're connected to. There are those assigned to you to help you get to the next point in your life or to help you get to um, get further along your destiny. And point number four, the last point, repeat one and two. You have to talk to the Lord. You have to read your word. Um, it's called meditation. If you keep meditating on the word of God, um, that word of God will, will get in your heart. You got to keep the word hidden in your heart. Um, it only happens through repetition. Um, if you repeat something over 13 times in order, um, in order, you have to repeat something 13 times in order for it to become your reality. Your deliverance is your reality. And I want want you to walk in it. So as you start your Monday, be encouraged, read and listen to the word of God. Remember that you are delivered, you are healed, you are set free. God has given us great things and he has so much more in store for us. Jeremiah 29:11 says, "For I know the thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, you know, thoughts of peace, not of evil." Um, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, um, to give you a hope in the future and to give you an expected end. So um, if you want to reach out to us, my email is mondayslife at gmail.com or you can go to my Facebook page and drop me a line or send me a message, Monday's Life, or um, you can go to my blog, which is at, Mondays Life at Word, I mean, mondayslife.wordpress.org. Okay? Thank you for tuning in and we will be back next week at the same time um, with our next uh, topic that the Lord will give me. So God bless. I want to thank you for tuning in to uh, my second episode of Monday's Life. My name is Camellia Shackelford and I am the author and founder of Monday's Life. Monday's Life started off as a blog encouraging others to continue to live the kingdom lifestyle outside the walls of the church. So my theme is Monday's Life, living a life beyond the Sunday morning services. Um, things happen in church, and um, we just don't know how to respond, and we don't know how to react to those things according to how to apply it to our lives. So this is what this blog is, some things that occur in church, and the next steps that we should do um, in life. So if you've been following my blog um, and following my first um, video broadcast, um, we were t- we were talking about deliverance, and uh, we were talking about how on. Sundays, um, some charismatic churches, they go through the whole motion of um, deliverance when they're uh, coming down to the altar and um, receiving um, help and deliverance, and sometimes people will manifest and things like that. And so the, the question is, what do I do after that? Um, after I got up off the floor, after all is said and done, what are the steps that I need to take to maintain my deliverance? And so um, I've been talking about that um for the past two weeks. And so I gave four points last week and I want to continue on talking about deliverance and dig deeper on the the, the four points I gave last week, the day, and I call this blog the day after deliverance. So this is day after li- deliverance part three. Um, and you want to immediately follow, actually it's three points, but number four says repeat steps one and two. So there are actually three steps. There's three steps that you can follow um, after, um, going through deciding in your mind that you want deliverance so point number one is talk to the lord um point number two is to read your bible and point number three is to create your sphere of influence so it's all about developing discipline um you gotta live a life of discipline so i'm going to touch on the um on the three points and I'm going to talk about number one is talk to talk to the Lord. Um, and it's important to develop a prayer life with the Lord. Here you will gain guidance, encouragement, love, and instructions on what you should do in life. This is your personal time with the Father. Um, Psalms 32 and 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. And I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Um, it is so important to hear the voice, to hear the voice of the Lord uh, for your life. It is good to seek counsel on certain situations, but we must not always take what people are saying for gold. Um, God will place people in your lives uh, known as spiritual mentors, spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers. Um, uh, I want you, I want for you to to touch on um, is hearing and trusting the voice of God for yourself. I believe that many of us trust the voice of man over the voice of God. Usually, when the Lord is speaking concerning situations, sometimes we don't want to hear what the Lord has to say because it goes sometimes it will go against our will. Um, we have a habit of um, confirming the voice of God with man rather than confirming what man say with with God's word. um I had a friend who wasn't who was so sure that she was supposed to move out of town because her spiritual mentor told her that she needs to move out of town. I posed a question to her. I said, well, what did God say about your situation? She looked at me kind of perplexed and puzzled, and she, and she said, well, I trust my spiritual mentor. And um, I, my next question was, well, do you, really, do you trust your mentor more than you trust God? Sometimes people can say things that tickle our fancy, but rather than speaking about what God really wants for us. So we are still... Uh, the The Church, um, some of us are still kind of stuck in the Old Testament tradition of going to the priest or going to somebody to speak to the Father on our behalf. We have to remember that those days are over. The veil has been torn, and we don 't have to go through man to talk to God so I pose uh, so a question I pose to you is that have you placed yourself in the position to hear from God? Um, the Lord is waiting for us to speak to him, and he is waiting. Um, to speak to us, but do we um, hearken to the voice of the Lord? God is waiting for us to say, speak, for thy servant is listening. In the book of Proverbs, it says, my son, if you receive my words and treasure upon my commandments with you making your ear attentive uh, to the wisdom and declining your heart to understanding yes if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding if you seek it like you seek silver and search it as uh, for hidden treasures then you will understand the fear of the lord and find knowledge um, of god listening is an art Um, it takes time to realize when God is speaking, when it's yourself or when the enemy is trying to speak, we will make mistakes and miss, um, when God is speaking. But if you confess and realize that, um, that, that God wasn't speaking at a certain time or God's not speaking, it will help you to develop your inner ear even more. You have to be able to decipher whether or not it's yourself speaking, whether or not it's the enemy speaking, or if it, God actually speak, actually speaking to you. So that leads me to point number two. Point number one works hand in hand with point number um, two. You are able to hear God through his word. Here are some scriptures that talks about um, how God wants for you to hear from him. Um, In Jeremiah 33 and 3, it says, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Um, Isaiah 30 and 21 says, and your ears shall be, uh, shall hear a word um, behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Um Luke eleven twenty-eight says that blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Um John eight and forty-seven says, Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear him, because you're not of God. Um and in the last um Verse um, Philippians 4 and 7 says, "In the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Um, like I said in the first video, there are a lot of Bible aids out there. There are a lot of topical Bibles concerning various topics that can help you when you're feeling a certain way. Um, when you're reading the word, it awakens you, it stirs you up. In your spirit, it gives you hope, and it sustains your life. Um, when you stay in the Word of God, it will lead you to a life of freedom. The Bible says that man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Proceeding is a continual motion; it should never stop because God has a uh, God always have something to say to you in psalms 111 it says that Thy word have i hidden in my heart that i might not sin against thee once you have the word of god in your heart on repeat the desire to sin against god decreases that leads me to point number three it's all about the company you keep uh, create your sphere of influence first corinthians 15 and 33 says do not Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Um, Proverbs 13 and 21 says that whoever walks in the wise become wise, um, but the companions of fool will suffer harm. Um, If you do not know who's around you is the best um, influence for your life, pray to God. And he will show you their heart. Um, If this person is not helping you to become a better person, then they they may not be for you. If the the people around you are condoning um, your bad behaviors and do not call you out, then they may not be the great company for you. Some of us created bad soul ties with people that should not have been created in the first place. But if you are serious about breaking um, breaking the bondage, breaking the spirit um, between you two, um, the spirit of the Lord can break a tie. It can break bondage, it can break chain. You have to learn how to create godly soul ties such as with um, Jonathan and David. Jonathan saw the destiny of David and did all he could to help David to get to the point where he needed um, to be. David was destined to be king, but Jonathan knew the way. Even though Jonathan was next in line, Jonathan knew the anointing was on David to be king. Now that's a covenant relationship. Jonathan was entitled to the next seat to the throne, but Jonathan realized and recognized the anointing on on David's life and did all he could, even risk his own life to make sure that that David got to the point where he needed to. God wants you to present yourself to him and he'll do the cleaning. We cannot make ourselves holy. God does the sanctifying and he does the purifying. Only God can blot out our transgressions. He wants um, those things that we are holding on to. If it was our choice, we would want to hold on to those things. God said, give it to me. God said, I want you to lay aside every weight. God is with you through your deliverance process. He wants for you to be set free. Deliverance is a day-by-day event, and it takes effort from us to do so one sunday experience does not fix your problems but it can help and push you to the place where you need to be nobody was born perfect so let us respect and help those through the deliverance process Um, let us not talk about uh, and make fun of those who are trying at least they are trying and no longer living in denial Um, we should be a community that will want to see every everyone free and walking in their deliverance. So that ends my series on deliverance. Um, if you want to send me questions or just wanna chat, my email is Mondays life. Monday's life at gmail.com. Um if you want to read my blog, um it is mondayslife.wordpress.com and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram under Monday's life. Thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.